the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced, as all things should be. I have not been in the driver's seat of this podcast for a long time. Uh, you've been enjoying the sweet and sultry town, so, tones of Max Mosier, uh, as well as the apparently Jim Halpert-esque Isaac. Um, but I have wrestled uh, the steering wheel from both of them, uh, Jarrett Take the Wheel style. And it is my show now, so I will do whatever the heck I want. Joining me today, one of my all-time favorite Infinity Bros. I would say top five for sure. Robbie, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sauter. Robbie, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad I made the top five. Um, yeah. I don't know. Are you counted in, the, in your all-time favorite Infinity Bros? Because that, that makes it a little ambiguous then. Um, okay, so <clears throat> the, truthfully... <laughs> There are only four Infinity Bros besides myself. And then I obviously oh. Zane is like the Infinity guest. So top five is not <laughs> difficult to achieve, but you are up there. I just need you to know that. Okay. okay. Glad I'm up there. Uh, one of my top five Infinity guests of all time, making her first appearance. Asia, Asia, how are you? I'm good. Hello. Well, I'm glad that I made that list. Uh, hopefully I won't disappoint since uh, we've just begun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have I have a ranking of like people that I have always admired, and you and Luke have always been up there. Luke is Aww. just such a genuine guy, and you he guys is. are such a great couple. So oh, thanks, um, thanks. Power when I found couple. out you guys were going to be on. Yeah, Thank for you. sure. <laughs> um, I was like, cool. I'm going to be on that episode. I'm going to make it work. So um, we have a lot before us today. But real quick, Asia, where would people know you from? Um, maybe from, uh, Twitch, I stream, uh, honestly, these days, a variety of content, I, basically the, uh, the goal is achieve the vibes, you know? So whether we're doing yeah. uh chill gaming or I decided sewing streams or cooking or <laughs> nice. digital art, whatever we're doing, uh, it's a fun time. Uh, so I stream on Twitch and I've been making some content lately on TikTok, um, for like cozy games and apparently people like yeah. the sewing content. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just keep doing that, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I just do uh, things here and there. I also, um, I guess like technically I'm a volunteer. I'm not really like on staff at all. In, by no means am I on staff at all. I don't even know why I said technically. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Luke is uh, part of Love Thy Nerd uh, full-time on mm-hmm. staff. And so it's been really cool to serve alongside him, um, both like locally by hosting um, like, game nights uh to do some fun tabletop games and card games and such um and then also helping on the online space as well and you know editing his blog posts and stuff that i've been doing since college like um this is not how you spell cannot but it's okay (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, but yeah i mean that's basically where i've been these days and we'll we'll drop a link as well you also are a uh one of the many hosts on moviga and just amazing content you guys have been putting out. Um, it's I have a very long ride. We were just talking about this before the show. Uh, I live in the middle of nowhere, Montana, so a lot of driving time to do anything. And I like shows that are high quality and I can listen to in the car with my boys and not worry about like having to quit, you know, <laughs> uh, halfway through. And so right. having you guys on has been a blessing. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. It's always a fun um, time there trying to not argue with Brian constantly on his weird yeah. hot takes um, <laughs> and also argue with Steven. But in, in the end, yeah. because he's such a like personable and reasonable person, I like <laughs> I can't I, I mean, I'll still disagree with him, but I'm OK with it in the end. So yeah. it's all good. 
we're quite the opposite where oh, um, yeah. we just disagree with each other. <laughs> yeah. There's no common ground. Um, Fun. We, have I can't wide, say, like, we have a wide variety <laughs> of, uh, of opinions, and I think a lot of us are really good at uh, arguing those opinions. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever actually get anywhere, though. Mm-hmm. Right. The term I mean, is bullying, and we're time. really good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we bully our friends. It's okay. I, I will. Um, maybe I'll get in trouble for saying this, but like, Sure. I, I uh, planted a seed. Uh, I want to say this was a few months ago on a recording from Moviga where I was like, dude. Oh, I, I can't remember. who Whose hot take is that they don't like um, uh, on this podcast, that they don't like um, WandaVision? I can't remember. But someone doesn't oh, like WandaVision. Oh, that's Max. That's okay. Max. That's Max. Yeah. That's Max. And, so, and so Brian, one of me and Brian's uh, common grounds uh, is WandaVision, and we both love it. Right. And I was like, maybe we should just like... I think this might have been right after Luke had um, guessed it with you guys, maybe. And mm. I was like, maybe we should just like start some drama. We should just like, I, love that. I don't know, Do like it. something, like a rivalry. That would be really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe, I don't know, maybe something will be born out of this, uh, oh, this and, pod and- recording. And Max would love to argue. And and the fun thing that we we do here is that Max just gets louder than everybody else and talks <laughs> over everyone. And then we all just lose. It's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Whether his point is valid or not. Right. <laughs> Shouting. Um, you guys are way too nice and, and we're cool and uh, mean people. And so I don't think the beef would go well, but um, I appreciate it. And I can say the vibes are absolutely immaculate on stream. Um, I, I tell my mm-hmm. wife this all the time because she's a very like crafty and artistic person. Um, to me, like anything even remotely artistic might as well be magic. I'm like, I'm oh like a caveman. God. Yeah. Discovering fire for the first time. If you have any talent, I, like I'm a kid in a candy store. Like, oh my gosh, how are they doing that? Like, <laughs> where did the rabbit come from? It wasn't in the hat before. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate all the talent that you and uh, Luke display on stream. You guys are just amazing. And Pocky too, obviously. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, she steals the show every time. <laughs> um, and listen, hey, so I'm sorry to do this. But we do have something that we have to do. We have to put you through the gauntlet. Are you a heel or a baby face? If you can make any flavor cheese it, what would it be? Is it pronounced Grogu or Groku? If Keanu Reeves isn't in the movie, can it be star-studded? It's time for the Infinity Gauntlet, here on the Infinity Bros Podcast. Um, okay, gauntlet question number one comes at you comes to us from Isaac. Isaac says... Who is your favorite fictional character of all time? Kind of a song. Oh, mm, that's a great question. Um, I think in my gut, I, I think, okay, the first thing I thought of was um, I really love Porco Rosso. Oh my gosh, yes. Porco Rosso. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think he's like such a, like interesting person or pig person i don't know cursed pig man (laughs) whatever um and he just has so many secrets and stories uh behind his snout and in his plane and i want to know all of them and um and so (laughs) that (laughs) um that i don't know like i love the entire studio ghibli world universe whatever but Mm. he is like the most intriguing character that i feel like i would like be friends with so that'd be my answer Asia, part two of Isaac's question is this. Second part. Okay, okay. It is. It's a two-part. These are very rare, but mm-hmm. um, you must I'm be glad. special if he gave you yeah, part two. Yeah, I feel so special. <laughs> you have to make that character a meal that will knock their socks off. What do you prepare for them? Oh, um, okay. I'm going to like um, 
marry two worlds that maybe don't need to be together. But uh, I feel like I would make like the fancy ratatouille dish from ratatouille Mm. because I feel like Porcaroso would appreciate that sort of thing Um, paired with like the finest wine. um, And hopefully he'd be my friend and we'd be best friends forever. So that's the goal. That's my new goal in life. (laughs) This is like generic Studio Ghibli stuff, but like all of the food looks immaculate. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've talked at length about the food in anime (laughs) looking so good. Other than like Spirited Away, I feel like, yeah, Porco Rosa. Oh, my gosh, Spirited Away. Oh, my gosh. That (laughs) piece just kills me every time. Um, Robbie, can you hit uh, Asia with your Infinity Gauntlet question, please? You know, I really didn't think about this too much. I forgot that I'm on and I didn't have to think about it all day. So <laughs> if you need me to, I can buffer for you, bud. No, no, no. We, we've had enough okay. buffering today, Jared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're done with the buffers. <laughs> oh, all right. Wrong. Superhero characters are known, uh, at least in the early generations, for having their seemingly underwear on the outside. Mm-hmm. Are you an underwear on? Are you a trunks or no trunks mm-hmm. superhero? kind of person you know what i think if done well trunks can can Mm -hmm. be great like i'm not saying all trunks are great but like it can add a really cool dimension to the iconic look and i'm here for that so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go trunks and also really did you just like come up with that question on the fly like uh, wow um not really it's actually a question that it's actually a question that james gunn James Gunn asked uh, earlier this week, and I just needed more. Uh, oh, there you go. I needed more firepower for people that disagree with me. James Gunn is looking <laughs> at a Quail Man reboot. If you guys didn't know, so he's trying to figure out like, does Doug put the, yeah. the underwear on the outside? <laughs> <or> right. <laughs> nice. Uh, Mark says, if you could make any movie or TV show, oh, hold on, he worded this so horribly. All but one character is a furry. What movie would you choose? <laughs> what? All but one. Yeah. So it's like the Muppets thing, but yeah, instead yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like don't pick a movie that is basically like a furry movie then is what you're saying. Right. Um, yeah. Um, oh, that's a good question. Oh, I okay, have Okay, maybe this might be like too chaotic, but sure. Whiplash would be crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a great choice. That's phenomenal. <laughs> And like maybe I only I, I feel can I can I pick okay so I to like expand on that I feel like only the yeah. dad should be the non furry and everyone else has to be furries <laughs> like he has to grow because he's you know the yeah. the empathetic like human side of yeah. his son and so he should stay oh human than everyone else animals. <laughs> <laughs> There's a okay like the top five was. Definitely earned in that question. Right? Oh, okay, great. good, good. <laughs> I had a little uh, bit of imposter okay. syndrome before joining this call, but uh, it's okay. No, you're okay. phenomenal. You're not going to have a fire. You're right uh, where you need to be. <laughs> Max says, you've already dunked on Max this episode. Oh, boy. Horrible yeah. WandaVision oh, okay. take, so you're good. Okay, cool. Um, Max asks, would you rather be a car, plane, or a boat in the Cars cinematic universe? Jarrett, no. Come on. I'm Jared. not asking the other question. Jared, ask the good question. Ask the good question, Jared. Max sent us a, a slurry of questions. Ask the first one that he sent, I said the good not. question. Okay, give me, give me five minutes to find this question that Max asked. <laughs> Just 
Just it was. Did you know it was this horror? It was this. It was so aggressive. It was the his question is so aggressive. It was like we were all like, "Dude, you okay? Like everything all right at home? Like everything all right?" And but then he wanted the backpedal, and he was like, "Oh no, here's my real question." And then it was the planes, trains, and automobiles thing. I was like, "That's a terrible question." Okay, here you go, Asia. If you want to know, this okay. Yeah. This is the original question. I hope you're prepared. <laughs> this, okay, so, so wait, 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 Jared. Well, I have to preface this up by this was Max after spending four days ice fishing and okay. catching three fish. So four dudes <laughs> oh, in a no. little, like, cabin ice oh. fishing Almost for four days. Carbon uh, monoxide point. Like, it was a whole ordeal. It sounds wow. like they did. It sounds like they had a kind of a rough time. on him then. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. We, we dunk on Max. That's what we do. So this is uh, this is Max's mind after okay. four days dealing okay. with that. So okay. go, Jerry. That helps me. That helps me. <laughs> Max says, would you rather bite down on a rock as hard as you can or stick a toothpick under your toenail and kick a wall as hard as you can? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, now you see why I was like, yeah, I like that the was other wild. <laughs> that was wild. Um, I, I feel like. I feel like I'm gonna go with the rock. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna bite yeah. a rock. I just feel like that's the better. This lesser yeah. two eels. Yeah, like that's probably the correct answer. I can I can I do I can just go to a nice dentist. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's fine. See, but then that's I think about thing. like, do you ever get sand in your mouth and you can kind of chew on some sand and like, oh, that's awful. Oh, sometimes, yeah. I can't imagine that's different like, than like I know, but like, <laughs> but like just that little bit of like <laughs> feeling. Yeah. Like put now put an entire rock in your mouth. Ugh. This that's, is that's still better. That's, not be a Mark episode. Yeah, that's still better than kicking a, a wall yeah. with your Yeah, that toenail. sounds like no, no. I wouldn't I would even want to do that without the toothpick. He just right. threw a toothpick exactly. in there because he yeah. had a rough kicking weekend. Wall <laughs> Jeez. The cherry on top. Right. Um, moving on as quickly as I humanly can. Zane asks <laughs> Apparently, there's a popular thing on TikTok. I didn't know this. Okay. Which Pokemon could you cook oh. into the best tasting meal? Oh, um, I'm sure you've seen a good these. Question. Yeah, I have seen yeah. those. I'm trying to think of one that hasn't been that I didn't see already. Um, I feel like uh, this is. I don't know what I would do with this, but I feel like this could make a really good dish. Is uh, Ditto? <laughs> I don't know. I just think like it could oh be one gosh, of those like yeah. a moose bouche like yeah. situation. Like you know, you have like um. Uh, uni uni is like that texture where it's like kind of slimy and squishy or whatever yeah. but it's like really delicious and like i feel like ditto could be uh could be a, an experience it's like one of those things that is just like a flavor carrier itself yeah. and like yeah. whatever you push yeah, in it exactly. is, is what exactly the, i love that That's i feel like if land. in the pokemon world if they ate pokemon i feel like ditto would be like the high class dish yeah, yeah exactly the fans only the fanciest it's hmm. like the this menu okay which actually, I haven't home. seen. I've, I haven't seen that all the way through. So maybe that, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the menu is wild, and that is wild. I yeah. would recommend watching it once. Yeah, seeing if you like it, and then like. My brother watched. It. That's kind of what he so said. He said. He said yeah. I should yeah. just give it a try. I did a video on it for for our socials, and I was like, I don't know who this movie is for. Like, it, it's such <laughs> a, for me. I loved this movie. Did you really? Like, it's yeah. it's a it's a pretty good movie. It's just like. I don't know where so this weird. falls. I don't know what genre <laughs> this is. Like, it's interesting. Hmm. Um, last Infinity Gauntlet question okay. comes from me, myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you had the opportunity, let's say you you blew up overnight, um, your audience numbers in the millions, and wow. millions. you want to start rolling in the money for you know 
uh, to keep this going full time and to really support, you know, whatever endeavors you have. If you could pick the perfect company to partner with as oh. your sponsor, as your partner in business, who would it be and why? Hmm, that's a great question. Um, the hard thing is like, I feel like I do a little bit of everything. So I'm like, who, yeah. who would best? Okay. I'm, I'm going to like, I'm going to keep it. Uh, I'm going to be loyal to my peeps. I, I, I don't really have a partnership with them, but they're so awesome. <laughs> and I would love like a, like a real partnership with them. Um, my friends over at Genki, uh, Human Things by Genki, uh, they are awesome and they make really cool gadgets like, okay, what's very impressive about them is they're like three people. It's the the oh, wow. um, tech guy, the dev, the dev dude, um, the marketer, and the salesperson. And they just like create all these uh, really unique products for hmm. um, for the Switch. And for now they're like oh, kind yeah. of going into just more like gaming stuff in general and like finding ways to apply it outside of gaming. And um, the little I've interacted with them for like some product stuff, um, I really have loved and um hmm. so i guess my dream would be like to do stuff with them more officially yeah this is really cool i've never heard of this before and mm -hmm. like i i would use every single one of these and their earbuds are phenomenal uh yeah yeah their earbuds are awesome i use them to uh to listen and watch um last of us on the plane hmm. this is this is cool it's I've, super cool honestly this is really fun i've yeah yeah this, plug, uh, plug for uh for genki yeah <laughs> right people hey, uh <clears throat> Let's get that sponsorship. Yeah, please, deal, huh? please. For, uh, for everyone. All around, all around. <laughs> oh, forever, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the, this. Well, so Asia. The waveform, sorry, I'm going to tangent and like. No, you're good. Like, please, you're tangent, go. Um, so the waveform earbuds, like there's a like interface thing on your phone that you can use. And I uh, like they're, you know, it's gaming focus. And so they do have some presets for different like music stuff. But then they also have. Right like gaming focused presets and i was like i kind of want to i kind of want to watch last of us using this open world like preset oh and to gosh, see yeah. uh, oh that boy. was horrifying but great at the same time it was very immersive and uh 10 out of 10 would recommend <laughs> that's phenomenal and these aren't like crazy break the bank expensive mm -mm, either. no dang uh, just in case anyone is wondering, we are not sponsored by Yankee, <laughs> no. but maybe uh, we should be. But maybe we should. I guess we should. Be. <laughs> um, but no, this is all very cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking. I'm looking at their stuff right now. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna stop it here. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah. guys. That's the episode. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> um, well, congratulations, Asia. You you thoroughly handled the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm, I do I'm feel like. Impressed. Wait, I can't remember. Was Luke's Infinity Gauntlet questioned the like what game or what board game would you turn into a movie or oh something like that? Yeah. And then he, and he had the worst he had answer. The worst answer ever. Wait, 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 I do feel Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> oh my god. His his oh that his, was like, Luke that said that, that was a Luke. Well, yes. okay, so he what? he got himself all confused because he was like, I feel like I should pick something that everyone knows. So yes. everyone knows Monopoly, but that was oh, a terrible man. answer. And That's then he an just regretted it the whole time. <laughs> for a guy love, that plays like, board games for I know. like yeah. kind of his living, like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> I feel so bad. He probably hates when I hop on his stream because every single time I'm like, hey, man. This is Monopoly. That one time. So <laughs> um, no, we love Luke, but that was that was pretty wild. His episode is still one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you've you've joined the echelon of people yes. who've survived the Infinity Gauntlet. Glad to um, be here. I, to date, we haven't kicked anybody off yet, but like <laughs> Zane, even though he doesn't take it, has like really he's, he's real been on the edge every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's real close. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we're thinking about for a special segment next week, we're going to have like a survival style voting system. Um, The problem is none of us can remember if he found the idol or not. So um, (laughs) I guess stay tuned for that. All right. (laughs) If you haven't been riding this journey with us, um, Pedro Pascal continues to prove that he is like the king of just like really, really sad traveling with child stories. Oh my gosh. Um, And The Last of Us has been killing it. We're now on episode four. If you haven't listened up till this point, if you haven't been watching along, um, we will try to give you some spoiler-free, just surface-level thoughts. Um, And then we'll give our ratings. Uh, We will plug our bumper right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six-point scale. Zero meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an Infinity Snap. And after you listen to our spoiler-free thoughts, we would love it if you would go watch the episodes, come back and listen to uh, everything in-depth as we talk about it. Because, guys, there is so much to pick apart here from uh, the three episodes leading up to this and now episode four. Kind of a a hard pivot. So um, let's start out with Robbie. Robbie, just surface-level, spoiler-free how are you feeling about this, uh, The Last of Us so far? The Last of Us episode four, uh, this this word shouldn't be used for this series at all, but I feel like it it does kind of fit. Um, this movie, or this, this episode was kind of like a filler episode. Don't take that the wrong way. It's it's the episode that the, gets he us said the F word on a, yeah. <laughs> It's the episode that gets us where we need to be yeah. to be interesting. Sure. Because otherwise, yes, it is the setup episode. Because otherwise, we they would have just drove to Wyoming. Right. You know? That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like this this cuts things up and like this makes it so it can't be like, and they drove to Wyoming. There was his brother and they found him, you know? Um so it, that is not to take away from this episode at all. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I would give this episode, just like I did episode three, I'd give this episode a 5.5 out of six. Asia, what do you think about this so far? You can do the whole series up until episode four and yeah. then give us like a just brief episode four. Sure. Um, I So yeah, my background with uh, The Last of Us is I've never played the game at all, ever. Uh, probably would never do that because um, I suck at, those kinds of games. Um, but I have been looking forward uh, to watching. And so I, I did. I binged um, all four episodes uh, in one day. And that day was today. That's awesome. um, and yeah, I really have been enjoying it. I think the um, the I mean, obviously, the setting is like visually stunning um, in its own, like, you know, not post-apocalyptic, but kind of yeah. uh, way. And um, the colors that they use um, for like the blue, uh, the yellows and greens are just like really interesting uh, for this uh, content. Mm-hmm. Um, and the character development has just been really fascinating. And yes, Pedro is like amazing. He does no wrong yeah, <laughs> so far. And uh, <laughs> everyone loves Pedro. You know, Pascal. I mean, who? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's been really intriguing. And I really, really like Ellie. Like, I think um, sometimes um, 
the angsty preteen, or actually he's a teenager, but like the, the angsty like teenage or like preteen kid can be a little over the top yeah. or a little annoying and it, it, in a way that's like very frustrating and counterproductive. But I feel like the tension that she brings um, is very helpful for like her character development, their like relationship development and just like the, I mean, obviously overall story. Um, so I'm very intrigued to see how these little details that we keep seeing and, you know, her, like how she interacts with weapons and like by herself and I don't know, just she, she intrigues me. Um, and, um, random tidbit that I feel like I should throw out there. Um, so this sounds like unrelated to anything, but it is. So I used to work for this very bougie juice bar. Uh, it was my second job after I got married and, um, we, uh, it being a bougie juice bar, we would use like these fancy mushrooms and uh, and fungi and stuff to supplement wow. like these juices. And so the like healing blend, so like used for like muscle recovery, um, like anxiety reducing, blah, blah, blah. One of the items was cordyceps. And so I just think that's really interesting that like, I don't yeah. know if that was like purposeful, like the irony <laughs> was like there or just like the look of the, the like striation or whatever. I just think it's, I think it's hilarious because like everyone's been taking videos whenever they see that word now <laughs> and they put it on TikTok mind, yeah. and everyone's like, <laughs> like just oh loses my gosh. their mind. I can't believe it. I just remember I would just like have these, va- these vats of Rishuwu, which is like another herb. And then, uh, cordyceps and I'm like so annoying making these little supplements um but yeah that was interesting that's really cool and uh yeah yeah uh but episode four was yeah I agree I think it was a good like setup episode I really was intrigued oh I don't think this is spoiler I'm pretty sure this was like uh pretty obvious but um Melanie Linsky I don't know how to say her last name uh being introduced as one of the characters was like very interesting to me I feel like Mm -hmm. it's a very serious role for her and her uh fairy voice I love it I'm here for it uh the uh, (laughs) the contrast between like her character and her demeanor is like really this is me this is awful but I couldn't help but like think like this is like a Karen who like <laughs> became in charge somehow. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's, I'm so intrigued by her. Cause I'm like, why does everyone res- Oh, how is everyone respecting her? Like all of these like war torn survivalist minded mm-hmm. people just listening to literally everything she's saying. So I, I want to know more. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was a good um, setup episode for sure. Um, I really like the dynamic or like the growing dynamic between, um, uh, Joel and Ellie, um, so fascinating. Yeah, I I, That's what I, got. I have to agree because, like, again, I I have like maybe two minutes of experience with the game, and so I was familiar with the concept of the world. And I think I think the series is doing an amazing job uh, pulling me into. It, I mean, it is essentially like another zombie apocalypse story, but mm-hmm. it does it in such a unique way. Where, like, you touch on in Asia, it's like a pretty end of the world. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not doing the Walking Dead thing where they just like gray it out extra for no reason or like slap a sepia tone over it. Like it Mm -hmm. looks brilliant. And then the storytelling has been phenomenal. Obviously, like people have been raving the first three episodes so far. And I think for I don't want to say that it slows that down a little bit, but it's you know, it is a setup episode. I think Mm -hmm. it has a lot of the important world building. Right. So like one of my most frustrating pet peeves and people talk about this all the time in media is like don't tell show right and and i think this is doing a great job of showing us 
some of these truths that we're supposed to believe about the world, right? Like how yeah. visceral and nasty it is and how uh, depraved people can be and how there aren't really heroes, right? Everybody's sort of just morally gray and we just have to mm-hmm. be attached on this yeah. ride. Um, and I think you touched on something really important too, which is like, I don't know why. There are a lot of people who have really mixed feelings about um, Ellie and I think Bella Ramsey is killing it. And mm-hmm. I think you talked about it. Like she is not, she's not annoying in a way that like is actually annoying. It's a sort of like disarming charm to her where where you can't help but love her, even though like, you know, you're it, it, she does these quote unquote annoying things, but it's very endearing. And I think Mm -hmm. that's important for us to, to see that journey because we have to believe that this like battle hardened Pedro Pascal wandering through the waist has some soft spot left in him for this little girl, especially after what mm-hmm. he's gone through. And I think right. she does a great job of like opening that door to where it's not that much of a leap for us to believe these things about the world. Um, right. Exactly. So yeah, without, we'll get into like the minute by minute here in a minute, but I, for what we have right now, I got to agree with you guys. I think it's got to be like a five, five and a half for this. I think the series so far is a five and a half for me. This episode was a five. It was a little slower than I may like, but. Ooh, we need Asia's ratings. Yes, Asia, what do you oh. give out of six? Out of oh, six. Man. Out of six. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say like right now I give it a five. Like, I think that's a good five, five and a half. Like, it's very, very good. I, I think I could get to a six depending on. I, I have a hard time ranking things before I have seen the completed story because I feel mm. like something I can really love something. But yeah. then depending on how they wrap it up, I'm like, oh, that was like a complete missed opportunity. I thought you were going here with this and you see not, that's... Not, not like not that I want it to be what I want. I just want right. like there to be uh, intent behind. Are you a Game of Thrones different person? elements of stories? If- uh, I haven't watched okay. Game of Thrones. Okay. Kind of yeah, I was going to say that was, yeah, I was going to say that WandaVision was actually kind of for me and Max was mm-hmm. like, that was the issue with it. It's like, it was so unique for like four episodes. Mm-hmm. And then it went back to just like the normal MCU like, plot. Like <laughs> into the, yeah. Yeah. This is where Fair the beef enough. starts, I think guys. Con- feed it. Right. <laughs> I think, <laughs> but I think that's kind of the same thing. Like if you don't get to finish something, you're just waiting and like you're hoping mm-hmm. They can land the plane, but Game yeah. of Thrones is is a great example of something that didn't land the plane. Like, yeah. and it's obviously unfortunate. You can still appreciate what you yeah. loved, but it's like ah, so close. Yeah, right. Um. Okay. So now, listen. You've been warned. We are going into full spoiler territory. If you do not want to uh, have us spoil this for you, if you have not caught episode four, um, or if you haven't heard or seen the series at all please 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 pause now come back and listen to the rest of this later or skip ahead we all have timestamps uh to where we talk about james gunn and the future of dc so you have been warned this is prepare yourself an infinity bros prepare yourself spoiler <laughs> warning this episode starts off with uh, just kind of picking up where we left off. They now have mm-hmm. the truck. And honestly, like just from the get go, I thought this was going to be a lot longer than it was as far as like they get this truck and then it's like this long trek. But we kind of right. lose it pretty early on. But in <laughs> the like, midst no. of that, uh, they have these really personable conversations and we get 
uh, some of the backstory filled in as to why his brother is missing and what happened in Wyoming and a lot of mm -hmm. characterization here about like what happened to the world. Um, Asia, what did you think about this sort of like mini road trip uh, series that we mm. got here? Yeah, I I really like um, how they are pacing storytelling. Like like you said, the the show don't like I don't know what you said. But basically, don't don't speak it. Like show it. Yeah. Um, I think like the way in which he is like revealing and and how she is revealing a little bit of her backstory. Um, it, they're like pacing themselves well. Yeah. Like I think like if they just are like all right. It's, you know, they're in the car again. Now it's time for backstory. And like, it doesn't feel like that's the setup. Right. It feels very natural. And like, you know, the, um, the circumstances that have led them to this point have triggered this sort of conversation. Um, and so I really, so far I'm like loving the pace of that. Um, I'm impressed because I feel like when you're, when it's that sort of story where you're kind of dropped in the middle and you're like, wait, why, why, like, what is this backstory? Like, why is he? Uh, ashamed by right. what he's done in the past, what has he done, whatever. Um, it's easy to rush through that, like um, the exposition of those characters' backstories. Uh, but I like it. I think like they're not they're not taking forever, but they're also not um, just jam packing it. So, so I, I'm is, here for it. Yeah, and this is like a critique that we have quite a bit of. Obviously, we're big Marvel fans, but the TV shows mm -hmm. tend to really force that issue exactly what you're talking about where like they have yeah. to give so much exposition so quick and this feels mm -hmm. more natural um like that i love this i don't know why but this tiny detail sticks out to me so much is like i have two boys and my son is like adamant that he he doesn't believe that he falls asleep in the car like it's a fight we have all the mm -hmm. time and i'm like no you crashed it's mm -hmm. okay bud um and every time he's like no i'm gonna stay awake this and like within the <laughs> middle of that conversation he just crashed and so like yeah. little things like that and the way that they space mm -hmm. it out and the conversation happens naturally, it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like somebody is writing this based off of what they think these conversations might look like. Like this is somebody who's had these sort of conversations with people. Yeah. Robbie, what do you think about all this? No, I agree. It's like they're moving the story along, but they're progressing like not just physically, like moving to like try to get to Wyoming, but they're also like, emotionally moving the story along so there's like these dead mm -hmm. scenes where a lot of shows or movies might just be like well they're driving like what are we going to do it's going to be like three hours later they're <laughs> in whatever town but no they're using like that time as valuable time to like get into more depth of joel and ellie's story and you're also starting to see like joel's like his armor starting to to break a little bit. Ellie yeah. is is breaking him a little bit with those, especially with those uh those Puns. dad jokes yeah. that she found. The yeah. puns are great. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 it was awesome. It's awesome just to be on that little bit of a journey with them, just yeah. like. And then and then I really enjoyed, um, how they did the whole sleeping thing, right? Where Joel is like, I'm gonna hear them. Like, there's no way someone's gonna creep up on me. And then he, you see him like. Yes. He's standing with the gun like they're like he's always ready. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously by the end of the movie, he feels a little too comfortable. Sure. <laughs> which is part of his whole thing is like he doesn't let himself get, get comfortable. Right. But he did. He finally had like a laughing moment with Ellie where they he just was probably so deliriously tired that anything mm -hmm. would have made him laugh. And she hit him with the diarrhea joke. 
Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, gets caught off guard for probably the first right. time in the last 20 years. Um, yeah. So it's interesting how they're, they're story building. And it's, it, it, I really, really like that we're, we're, Joel's an onion, right? Yeah. He's she's Shrek. <laughs> we're peeling back the layers <laughs> yes. of Joel. And Ellie is is doing a really good job. And I, I'm really enjoying that that uh story between them unfold. I think mm-hmm. that level of uh <clears throat> that level of vulnerability has to be earned, right? Because we talk about right. we talked about this with um the last episode where like they'll tell us that these characters are like, you know, he's a prepper, he knows not to do these things, and then he stood in the middle of the street and got shot. And then we switch to uh to joel and it's like you know he's this hardened guy oh, and if he just just suddenly softened up for no reason like we do no, like nope. build up to that is he still like, there does Maybe. he know that he's i don't know that's my we'll question see. does he know that he's out oh <laughs> uh, and he's gone uh, he probably knows now <laughs> and he's back <laughs> i'm fine i'm i'm icarus right now i'm flying too close to the sun i I <laughs> my mind and it was like absolutely not. Um no, I think okay, I'll try to pick up where I was. I think that vulnerability is something that has to be earned, right? And so like Joel yeah. we're told that Joel is this like really battle-hardened person and he's been through so much. And if he suddenly was just like, "Oh yeah, I love this little girl. She's practically family." And we didn't see that like slowly chipping away at his calluses. Um, mm-hmm. then there's not really any substance to this. And I think they're doing that so well where, um, it feels earned. And I think that's something that we've been complaining about with a lot of these TV shows lately, where it just feels rushed or like the writers didn't know what to do. So they just panic wrote something in. And this mm-hmm. was like, they took their time and they understand like how this operates. Um, so we kind of go from this into a really dramatic twist where they have to go through the city and all of a sudden here's this man begging for help and Joel immediately recognizes it for what it is. It's an ambush. Uh, what did you guys think of this? This was a pretty jarring transition between like their goofy, you know, side. Oh, to- I was so sad. I was like, ah, oh, you only have the truck for like two seconds. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> After right. all of that, right. <laughs> like everything, everyone sacrificed. <laughs> Well, and that's what, okay. Somebody uh, pointed this out too. They're like, if they, if the goal of these raiders was to get all their supplies, a operating and working truck would be phenomenal. And they throw a brick mm-hmm. through that window and yeah. slash the tires. Right. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing here? This is, that's not going <laughs> to help you. Um, just wild. So, what did you guys think of this? Cause, cause here you have like our first look at, obviously, we've seen the like organized government structure as this ruthless thing, but here you have right. just people. And, mm-hmm. and like, as Joel says, like, they're not good people left. Like people are the real monsters, not these clickers. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you guys think of the yes. scene with Ellie and, and him and the dynamic of, does she get involved? Or um, not? I was uh, during that scene, I was kind of thinking like, are these like, like the people you think of when you think of apocalyptic movies and shows, it's like, are these like people that just kill everyone because they're not with their crew or whatever. And I was really interested in that. And I was like watching them operate. So when Joel shoots the first guy, Mm -hmm. the other guy that's with him, doesn't just like keep shooting at Joel. He stops. He goes over and he like, he stops, he goes over, he checks on him. He gets him out of the way. Like Mm -hmm. these, like these are like a crew that actually like cares about each other. So like that in itself tells me like 
these are, like you said, Jared, the, they're gray characters. They're going to help right. and defend themselves, but they're not like so lost that like if one of their guys is hurt, they're just like, oh, who cares kind of thing. Um, and I think that that played into, uh, they said his name a bunch. Was it Brian that ran into the room oh, to try yeah. and kill Joel? Yeah. Um, that played into the emotion that he showed. Right. And you're like, when he was like begging for his life, I was like, I, I don't, I don't know how I feel yeah. about this. Oh gosh. So yeah. conflicting. <laughs> right. And you're like, if you're Joel and you, you know, Joel's gone through a bunch and he, you know, explained a little bit more to Ellie, like when they were climbing the stairs, like he probably has killed people that were innocent. And just like those people were willing to do to them. Mm-hmm. Joel had probably done to other people because that's just the world they're living in. Right. But it puts us, the viewer in a really weird situation because we have to like try to understand that thinking which we can't really do yeah Yeah. um but it was really really interesting i was like bill might let this brian or was it was brian or tyler was a really generic name i feel like um but he was gonna let like it looked like joel might let him live um and then he was like ellie go back through the hole yeah (laughs) yeah he's like and then i was like oh okay (laughs) nope Nope." i do um oh sorry go ahead no, no, go. Uh, uh, I really like how the action sequences in the show, and especially this episode, like are not thrown away. Like, yes, right. like obviously you can anticipate there's going to be so much survival, like just trying to get her to where she needs to go um, and to get to Wyoming. But yeah, like the just the narrative on just the humanity of people when you know, you're in dire situations, like how, how you would respond or how they would respond, um, is like very fascinating. And also, you know, just even the interactions between Ellie and, um, and Joel or like really interesting of her, like on more being more trusting of him and like listening to him, but then also fighting back her, does like her own, secret that she you know when she stole that gun like she came out to like save him um right i just think it's really interesting there's so many like complex dynamics um and i think i think they are really good at um you know like creating conversation and, and interest around these like expected moments you would think to have right. in a sense but but like make them very surprising yeah because these are these are for all intents and purposes like red shirts right these are throwaway characters and yet for that two minutes or whatever it was we were invested in their story and i think that's Mm -hmm. that's hard to do Mm -hmm. right um we talked about obviously bill says this like flat out he says this to to joel he's like you know we're not we're not good people like we just exist to protect the people around us and Mm -hmm. i think that theme is very prominent because that's what these three people are doing, right? Is they're protecting by being raiders. And I think like, if we're being honest with ourselves, if it was kill or be killed for our family, a lot of us would be the bad guy. We would be the villain in somebody else's story. And I Mm -hmm. think I I really like that as a, as like a narrative Mm -hmm. piece because it, it talks about like, at what point do we sacrifice our humanity for these things? And like, what does it mean to be human? Um, Yeah which is really deep for like a show about, you know, sentient mushrooms that take over people's minds, you know? (laughs) Um, So we go from this scene with the ambush and immediately like flip to the other side of it. Now we're in where they can't, was it Kansas city? No, 
Yes. Yeah. E- e- I believe yeah. that. Okay, so yeah. we're in Kansas City, and we get, we get Karen. Um, <laughs> and Karen is, like, interrogating her family doctor about, uh, I believe the guy's name was Henry. She said it, like, 45 yeah. times. Yeah. Does bother anyone Henry. else? Because she's like, where's Henry? What did Henry do? Henry and yeah. yeah, Henry and Sam. They had yeah. to make yes. sure we knew who they were. I was like, yes. I was like hey, we get it. <laughs> like, yeah. They're both kind of forgettable names, but like, we got it at this point. Right. Um, and like you said, okay, her voice and her whole demeanor completely took me out of yeah. this. Where I was like, all right, I'm with you so far, but like. This is somebody's like really obnoxious aunt right now. Somebody needs to come get their aunt because this is not working for me. Um, What do you guys think? Is this, is this a storyline that we're going to live in for a couple episodes? Is this where we end up for the rest of the season? Do you think this is just a pit stop along the way? What do you guys think? Hmm. I think we'll be here for a couple episodes, but I don't think it's going to be like the story is my assumption. Um, I think, it will just like help us gain perspective of like, we're just thinking in the world, in the, you know, realms of um, whatever the government's called. I already blanked right. on their names and the fireflies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we're just thinking in those camps, but like this is an, an entire, and obviously the like infected, but like this is an entirely different category that um, um, Ellie in particular has not really interacted with ever. Right. Um, so I'm very interested to see, like how that'll play out, but I don't think it's going to last like the, the rest of the show or rest of the season. Yeah. I'm with you. Robbie, what do you think? Yeah. It seems like this is going to be just a pit stop along the way. Um, Mm -hmm. If you've seen, I I suppose this isn't really spoilers though. I guess it could be. Um, But in, in, in some of their promotional stuff, they've shown like, Joel with his brother again. Right. Mm. So like we know he eventually gets yeah. somewhere that's probably not here unless his brother just shows up. Happens <laughs> to also be in Kansas yeah. City. Um which I suppose isn't entirely impossible, but it just seems unlikely for a dystopian world that they would just magically show up at the same place. <laughs> um but I do think we're going to be here for at least an episode or two. And this is where like, if we played the video game, we would all, any of us played it. We would know like, (laughs) this is just a side story. Like they get out of here after the next episode, they, they help Sam and and Henry and then they move on. Um, But we don't know. So we're just here. We're just along for the ride. Um, So yeah, it looks like Jared's frozen again. (laughs) We're doing it. We're getting somewhere. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, at least it's not completely shutting down anymore. It just yeah, he just that's true. Is this connection? You're wonderful. Oh, You're doing great. Great. I would have already. I if I was hosting, I would have already called it by now. So I I thought about it, but I'm like, man, honestly, the conversation has been phenomenal. So I don't want to scrap mm-hmm. it. And Asia, you've already like you spent your whole day doing this. And so I feel like <laughs> true, true. Like, I can't talk to that guy ever again. Sorry. Uh, All right. Robbie, did you finish your, like, your train of thought there? Yeah. Okay. Um, One thing I want to touch on before we get, well, let's just jump to the end of this because I think it's really important to talk about these two characters. I I am a sucker for, like, good storytelling and character design. And I mean, like, not just obviously in their their dialogue and all that, but, like, visually telling a story – through these characters because it's a visual medium, mm-hmm. right? I listen to podcasts and I get something out of those, but I watch TV to watch TV. I want to see something. Right. Sam 
is my favorite character ever already. He's been on screen for less than a minute, probably. <laughs> I love this kid because yeah. we see the lines in his room of the superhero. <laughs> and the next time we see him, he's got this gun and his eyes are painted like that. Um, and I love that idea that like at the end of the world, people still believe in heroes. Mm-hmm. And I think that tells a lot about like maybe the story that they're also trying to tell with Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, Eli is the biggest Like he has the largest personality of any child I've ever met. I, it is a battle, like a physical battle, not to have him wear costumes to his babysitter. Like mm-hmm. his closet is, is like three fourths costumes. Mm-hmm. And then just like some regular clothes in the corner. Um, Eli can have the worst day. Right. And he still is like, you know what? I'm Spider-Man today, so it's all right. Mm-hmm. Like he he has bumped his head, he's cut his nose open, and like the moment he puts on that mask, he's fine. He doesn't feel a thing. And I love that like a little bit of that personality is shining in in the two minutes that we've seen of him like pointing a gun at our heroes. Um, what do you guys think about these two characters? Is this is this something that like we're gonna dive into? Uh, what do you think the story is that we're going here? Obviously, it's a cliffhanger. Right, so I don't right. really know, but. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm very curious to see where they'll go with it, but I do, I love the idea of like exploring the perspective of a child during something like this. Um, I'm very intrigued to see how like that will play out. Uh, yeah, I was like very, um, happy, I guess like happy might be too like joyous for this setting, (laughs) but like I was intrigued by like this fascination with heroes and the fact that like, yeah, he's got the mask on at the end. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how he and Ellie interact. Um, with her right. being also, I mean, older obviously, but like a kid right. who has a very different uh, perspective on life um, than this kid does. Um, and I want to see how um, Joel interacts with all of that, as he, um, I'm sure, will reminisce about uh, his daughter. Um, yeah, right. I don't know. I'm I'm happy. I'm just ready to be like surprised. <laughs> I mean, Joel has proven that, I mean, Pedro Pascal has proven that he is the galaxy's best babysitter. That is true. So here he is. He's just going to take two more kids in, you know, (laughs) just take them on a little adventure, you know, give them a story to tell their kids. Like Joel is just the the greatest babysitter of all time. I think that's what we're we're getting from this. He's like the Yeah, he's like the epitome of like good stuff. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. yeah. You got Steve Harrington, the babysitter, and then he's like the yeah, stepdad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, yeah, and it is like we 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 have a lot in this very like end of it. Obviously, like they're worried about their food shortage. We're trying to figure out who the heck these two people are. There's like the breathing mass of rubble, yes. and then just like that? smash cut to guns in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see what happens next. So please. Uh, in infinity bros listeners go on this journey with us. We we've committed. We don't do this with every series, obviously. Um, some of them, I think we wish we could go back like severance and some of those separate, but we're long for the ride for the last of us. So like, if you're interested in the way that we are hit us up for our next recording, um, and, and please start the conversation with us. Uh, we're going to go down, uh, check our discord all the time. Uh, we're on Twitter. So please talk to us about the last of us. Where do you think this is going? Mm. What do you think this is uh, so far? So um, without further ado, I think it is time to talk about the big news. 
Hey Zane, I was looking into getting into this Gunpla thing. There's one called the Unicorn Banshee. What the heck is that all about? Um, actually, Jarrett, what you're thinking of is RX-0 Unicorn Gundam 2 Banshee, which is from the Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, actually, you know what? It's time for nerd news. James Gunn. Obviously, <clears throat> recent announcement, he took over as head of DC. Um, did phenomenal work with Marvel. Uh saved probably one of the worst like my gosh team ups ever over at dc suicide squad um we don't talk about and, suicide and squad. actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but but the redemption story there was quite impressive and now he is the man the myth the legend over at dc their uh kevin feige so to speak and some wild news happened not just for dc fans but specifically for robbie robbie anything special happened to you this week oh we're gonna get into that right away um absolutely man <laughs> i thought we'd hit on i thought we'd hit on the other stuff um so basically what happened last week is that james gunn uh revealed his vision for what's going to happen with dc um along with that the next day he put out i believe it was yeah it was a tweet um that included multiple different comic books and he also retweeted people that were talking about the movies or, or the comic books that they were going to make be inspired to make the movies so among those was supergirl woman of tomorrow um all-star superman grant morrison's batman uh gosh uh, alan moore's swamp thing and the authority uh, which is something i have i don't know anything about <laughs> but the coolest thing about this is that all four of those or all five of those comic books are now completely sold out everywhere. Yeah. Wow. So someone had posted a picture about uh, the, the three top bestsellers from Barnes and Nobles right now, at least at the time that I put this out, which is on February 3rd was Supergirl woman of tomorrow was number one. Batman by Grant Morrison was number two and all-star Superman was number three. So I made a tweet um, that James Gunn has kind of, Given these comic book artists, these inkers, these pencilers, um, a really cool platform for them to get their books out. Mm -hmm. um, and James Gunn retweeted what I said. Wow, you're famous. Um, so now I'm famous. Well, he he retweeted what the Infinity Bros said. So the Infinity oh, Bros. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> are famous. So so it was, it was really really cool. <laughs> kind of um, really really cool. It's it, so like, cool. It's so weird because I'm going like through his his Twitter because he doesn't he doesn't tweet as much as people think. Like he replies to a few a, a few things, but like he's only tweeted three four things since February third. So wow. it, it's it's like it's still up there. It's still getting a bunch of views. Like it's kind of cool that like our the Infinity Rose is like on James Gunn's like homepage and Twitter. Um, so yeah. really cool thing. Uh, this happened to me during, uh, uh, I work at a high school and it's happened to, to me during third period. And I, I, I told everyone, I was like, I'm checked out for the rest of the day, fourth and fifth period. <laughs> I'm on my phone and I'm just tweeting at everybody that's like commenting on it. <laughs> like I'm just having, I'm just like a kid in a candy store. I was like, this Aww, is like a dream. Awesome. Because, like, if, if, if this was Kevin Feige, could you imagine how Max would have freaked out, Jared? Like, it would have been crazy. He'd have been crying. Yeah. Right. Like, this was insane. Now, 
uh, James Gunn now has to back it all up and like hopefully all right. these movies are amazing <laughs> oh, and like yeah, this yeah. isn't like it all falls apart and these movies are trash and like DCU yes. is, is just as bad as it was under Zack <laughs> Snyder. Um, but I'm and they're gonna say it's it's the Infinity Bros. Yeah, they're gonna be like they tried yeah, to call yeah. the shot. These douchebags here thought that this guy was so cool. Like your villain origin story. It might be. Yeah, there it is. There's a chance. There is a chance. But no, it was really, really cool. Uh, not just for me, but for the Infinity Bros. And for those comic book artists, uh, those writers and those inkers that got some recognition, I feel like. So and that's cool. that's the that's the really cool things James Gunn has continued to do uh, after he revealed all of these movies and shows that they're making is that he is like, he's not even talking about movies on his Twitter. All he's talking about is like the comic books that inspired them. And then like retweeting different books that they're looking at and then retweeting and talking to like other comic book writers and artists on Twitter. So it is, it is really cool. He's doing a lot um, just for comic, just the comic book people right now. And I think it's really, really cool. Asia, I was wondering, so how, how into this are you? Are you a big comic book fan? Do you catch all the DC and Marvel See, movies? This is why I'm like, I feel like I have imposter syndrome. I, I'm like not into uh, the comics at all. I've never, I've just like mm. never really gotten into them, but I do a love, I, I'm probably more into uh, like everything MCU. I've watched, I'm pretty sure everything, sure. Mm-hmm. if not, yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident watching everything. Um, and I like to deliberate with Luke about, you know, we've had very interesting conversations about phase the, you know, the crazy experience that was phase four. Um oh, and yeah. um that that was fun. <laughs> um but yeah. um I ha- I really liked the, you know, the the I think it's the Suicide Squad. Is that the one that James Gunn did? I can't remember what, what that one's called. Um, I always forget whatever. which one is the real one. That the, the, I good one. the good one. Really the good one. I really like the good one. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the good one. Yeah, um, and I I really like James Gunn. I think he is phenomenal. Um, so I'm super excited to see. I, I think he'll do a good job of like letting DC, ha- you know, celebrate the things that make it unique and like really just mm-hmm. yeah. um lean into its own thing and not try to either just be the opposite of MCU or emulate MCU. I think that's like yep. been to their detriment over, you know, every movie except I, I did like the, um, the new Batman movie. That was very good. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I'm excited. Uh, a lot of the um, like Swamp Thing, I uh, Justin on Moviga, he is like the DC nerd. Like he's excited about every single thing, um, and he nice. keeps telling us about yeah. it. And um, so I'm excited <laughs> for him to be excited. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to like learn more about or explore more of um, what DC has to offer. Mm-hmm. I really like Teen Titans and like Young Avengers and their animated stuff. I think yeah. that's always really good. The like, um, uh, cool. what is it called? The like Samurai Batman. I don't. It's not called Samurai Batman, but basically the Samurai Batman. Uh, um, Batman Ninja. Like maybe yeah, yeah 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 um that was really good so like i've i've really always been a fan you of their animated that? stuff <laughs> i did yeah i did i liked it uh, i thought but, it was a good experience we we can get into this like we we have time um <laughs> batman ninja no. batman ninja is a movie that could have been so good but they went Uh-oh. i feel like there is there is a point where you can go to anime 
if that makes sense. Uh, like you're they, they were the wrong having person. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're talking to the wrong person. It just, it just, it just like it was no. good. It was good. It was good. And then they would open the top with like the giant it's Joker really robot and like Batman. Like I don't know. I think uh, that was the only that was the one I, time they could do that. <laughs> I love anime yeah, too. I love anime too. Like, like out of if, like Zane isn't here. He's the only other Infinity Bro that watches any other anime. But like Studio Ghibli stuff, it's like you, me, and Jarrett. Um, so it's like, uh, but that movie, that movie, I, I had different hopes for that movie. That's probably why I didn't <laughs> like it. But maybe I should, maybe I should give it a shot again and be like, this is going to get out of hand. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, you got to watch it like you watch all the Tremors movies. Like, understand <laughs> that it's not, it doesn't have to be perfect to be good, right? I feel like that's a terrible idea to go into it with. <laughs> I feel like um, I would hate it more. <laughs> but yeah, so like I don't know a ton about DC stuff, but I have always, you know, historically been a fan of their animated stuff. So I'm excited to see like how yeah. all of that will be cohesive. Unless it's like, is it called Other Worlds? I can't remember what they're called. Else Worlds. Or Else Worlds, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Yep. So we, we do not gatekeep. Um, unless your name is Max, <laughs> we do not gatekeep you as a fan of anything. Um, so you're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, a fan of any DC property is a DC Good. fan. Um, so that's totally fair. Um, I wanted to talk about this too, cause we mentioned it, but there, this is a common critique that we get across the entire like spectrum of comic book to TV or movie adaptations is they almost never pay it back to the original source mm. material. Um, even walking dead, like the the sales for that comic bumped a little bit. But there oh, are yeah. so many people who don't know like that was ever a comic. Book. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Marvel is so unbelievably bad. Terrible at, at it. Like it was it was a very contentious thing. We talked mm-hmm. about it at length with like Moon Knight. Uh, Jeff Lemire probably didn't see anything. Like Warren Ellis probably didn't see anything. Um, the big one was like Matt Fraction and David Aja's Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. You cannot watch yeah. that series and not say like. That was completely a hundred percent like that comic. Book they they a hundred percent stole like the title screen and the like ending screen was like it was the cover the of it was the cover of that. that comic book mm-hmm. and there's there's yeah. no credit there's no credits for those people, which is just yeah. it's just it's makes horrible. no sense. Fra- Fraction gets this tiny little blurb and, and like just this tiny little like inspired by Matt Fraction or whatever. David Aja gets nothing. And like that was his whole aesthetic is what pushed that series forward. And so you have James Gunn now finally in the seat, like driving, he's got his hands on the wheel and he says, you know what? This, all of this exists because of these people, all of this exists because they had a vision and a dream and they, they made these products. And I think we, there's been some back and forth on our Twitter and other places where people are like, it's so dumb. These are sold out. Like blah, blah, blah. These people aren't real fans. Like, we all started at that point mm-hmm. where somebody said like, Hey, check out this comic book. I, I think you're going to like it. And to say that, like these people, these, these people shouldn't be allowed in our space because they didn't like comic books three yeah. weeks before we did or whatever the case is the dumbest oh, argument sure. I've ever heard. Like this is net positive. Well, that, that was one of the things I've had to do with this tweet going well. Is Cause I, I was like, okay, this is a moment 
as as content creators, we're like, okay, we're gonna reply to every single person. Yeah. Um, and you you get a lot of positive people, and you get a lot of people asking really really good questions, but you also get yeah. the people like just asking terrible questions or having terrible like comments on it, like really bad like, faith arguments. Yeah, and like yeah. And like and it it like you said, Jared, it is a lot of gatekeeping people. Like their one was like, real DC fans should have had these books already. It's like, well, no. <laughs> like some people one some people only read certain books mm-hmm. some people yeah. don't have access to certain books and some people just don't know what's good and what's not like and then there's other people that just they've never bought a comic book in their life mm-hmm. so it's like why would we yeah. gatekeep something that is so enjoyable for so many people it's like if you want to keep having comic movies if you want to keep having good comic stories like you want these books to sell like, and you want them to get recognition because that's just better for anyone who loves these stories. And these stories are great. Um, and that's, that's a big part of it. It's like these stories are so good in these comics, which is a reason DC yeah, has enough. failed is because they haven't followed the comics that they said they're going to. Hmm. Marvel's done a better job of keeping things a little closer to the chest and, and, and actually following comics to like, a marginable degree that makes sense and connects. Um, they just don't give the creators the credit. Where it seems like, yeah, it seems like DC wants to make sure. And, and, and also got to say, James Gunn said, these movies are not going to be in like, they're not going to be carbon copies of these sure. books that he's Which pushing. We don't want, we don't want that. But they are inspirations for the books. And these books that he is pushing are incredible. Grant Morrison's Batman is some of the best Batman stories that you'll ever read. All-Star Superman is an incredible, incredible Superman story that, like, speaks to the actual character of Mm -hmm. Superman. Um, I haven't read Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, but I am, like, if I see it on the shelf, I'm buying it. But right now it's sold out everywhere, so I'm not going to see it on the shelf. Um, But, like, there's just... There's so many good stories that like I want as many people as possible to see these things. And the fact that there's people out there that are gatekeeping it is just really, really unfortunate. Mm. Um, but it, it's just it's just cool. James Gunn and, and DC seem to be completely on board with pushing comic books and the movies at the same time. Yeah. So of this list, and, and I'll, I'll go through it one more time, Asia, for you. Are there any of these that you're like, that's that's my thing. I'm super excited for this. So again, it's Creature Commandos, which I'm I'm not going to fault you for not knowing because <laughs> no one knows. Most of us do. Uh, <clears throat> Waller, which is uh, following the story of Amanda mm-hmm. Waller. Superman Legacy, Lanterns, which Green Lanterns, The Authority, which again, don't know. You're fine. We don't know what that don't is. Anything about them? <laughs> uh, Paradise Lost. Uh, Brave and the Bold, which Batman Brave and the Bold. Can Batman um, Brave and the Bold uh, just what is going to be the first introduction of Damien into this universe? Okay, Damien okay. is Batman's actual Batman's son. son. Um, so Damien is like Damien is a Spitfire. Like he's a he's a ten year old who's who will like one hundred percent slit your throat. Yeah. Like <laughs> so, people either love or hate yeah. him, and it is yeah. Like, there is no in between. You're either the biggest Damien fan or like, or you hate him completely. So like, it's going to be in, in them doing Batman brave and the bold is going to open up the door for so many Batman stories. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm so excited. 
Um, we're also getting a Batman sequel with Robert Pattinson reprising his role. As, and that's an uh, Elseworld. Booster world. Gold. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Uh, Booster Gold as a TV series. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, Swamp Thing. And am I missing one? Uh, then Joker uh, 2, which is also Oh, yeah, Joker world. 2. Yep. That's cool. Um, we also I, have... Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, but before all of that even comes out, we do have like Shazam coming, The Flash. Right, right. Then there's supposed to be a reset... And then I'm exhausted. We're, we're not talking about <laughs> we're not, no, no, no. We're not talking about the flash. We're not talking about it. Okay. But then so this is the this is the the this is where James Gunn has to like he has to land this plane before mm-hmm. he can take off again. Sure. Right. Is that the flash is going to reset, reset. everything. Smart. Then, I mean, that would then, be the movie to do it. Right. In the, yeah, yeah, he that would be. The problem is, <laughs> is that then Blue Beetle comes out and then Aquaman right. comes out. Oh yeah. So it's like so Jason Momoa probably has to stay as Aquaman as much as you may not know the character Lobo. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know the character Lobo, you know that Jason Momoa. I know is he's excited about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it is like, it's a shame that that was not casted. Around. Right. And yeah, we just, we don't know how that's all going to play out, but that's the, he has to land that, right. that like small right. plane first. Mm-hmm. And then the Boeing's, the Boeing takes off and he can take do everything <laughs> like else. This metaphor picture you're painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really excited for um, Supergirl because based off of like his like uh, description he gave, I think it's a really interesting uh, like dynamic of where she's at in contrast to like uh, Superman Clark Kent and his like loving um, uh, upbringing. <laughs> I, I'm curious to see uh, her contrast, uh, but I'm I'm excited for everything. Uh, but yeah, that one in particular, I was like, oh, I kind of like that. And then there was one I don't remember. It was it has been one of the ones you said, but there was one that he was like, it's basically like imposter syndrome. I'm trying to remember what. The... Oh, that's Booster Gold. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Um. Okay. So yeah. Booster Gold is is I'm intrigued by that from one. the future. So he's yes. he's a football star from the future who like gets into trouble back then and like loses all of his stardom. Mm -hmm. So he then like steals some tech and a time machine and goes back in time. And he's like hilarious concept. Yeah. He's (laughs) that's going to be a hilarious movie. Booster gold is like a DC fan favorite. Like he's so stupid and annoying that you can't help but love him. (laughs) He's just like, he's, he just like fails. Yeah. He's the lovable idiot. Like he he stays around. You don't know how, but eventually he'll, He'll pull it off. I he I love I love Booster Gold. He's so much fun. Who's the Booster Gold of our podcast? <sighs> Jared, it's you. Do we? <laughs> I think it's you. Good. I'll take that. <laughs> They're like lovable idiot. I mean, if the, if the shoe fits. Um, I am psyched for Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it okay, first time I heard about Swamp Thing or read any of the comics, I was like. This is the dumbest concept for a character ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he immediately became like one of my top nice. faves. Um, and it's existed today. And, and I think like it, it's, it's going to be darker than people expect for like a, a character who's made out of like, Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Swamp Thing. I think it's a phenomenal story. And okay. I didn't watch the series. Oh, you um, didn't watch the, the series. That just came out? Yeah. Was it good? Um, was this worth it? Going back to to see like that series started out okay. Um, it wasn't a great finish, um, sure. but it's not a complete waste of your time. That you could waste your time on other things. 
Like that that show yeah. is, I would say, if you're interested in the character swamp thing, I would say I would say it's worth a watch. I but I don't have don't have high expectations. Sure. For context, I watched the Runaways and um, uh, Inhumans. So okay. like my, my oh. bar is like here. <laughs> if you watch Inhumans, then Swamp Thing is is deserves an Oscar. Actual, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Inhumans was rough. Yikes. I think we watched like the well, first two okay, episodes so, of that, and we're like, eh, no. <laughs> it's so it's unbelievably it's real bad. bad. It's how do you how do you green light this and be like, yeah, yeah this is this, this is, gonna, is gonna, right. right. <laughs> Rake in the big bucks. Oh so excited for the future. I think DC is in good hands. Obviously, like it's you know, I think we need to curtail it a little bit. There's a lot of good points, Robbie, where like. Ezra Miller is still out on the loose Dude, doing Ezra Miller bro. things. Yeah. And there's a lot of problems in DC right now that need to be fixed before we see what the future is looking like. Yep. And, and like, I think people are still very upset with, with the Henry Cavill news. Yep. Um, and so like it remains to be seen. We get our hopes up every time and, and DC has a way of like stabbing us right <laughs> in the feelings, but I'm optimistic. I'm casually optimistic mm-hmm. about what the future holds for uh, DC under James Gunn. Uh, anything else to add to this before we go ahead and wrap her up? I'm really excited. Like, uh, I was this excited when Zach. I wasn't this excited. I was excited when Zack Snyder took over. Um, but that was really because they they took advantage of Comic-Con when Comic-Con was still like, that's where you did the big, big news. news. Yeah. Um, so now it's just like these companies will just do big news whenever they want. Cause they realize they don't need the platform cause the internet is the platform. Um, right. so we got, a, we, when we got that like BVS trailer, I was amped. Um, but that's yeah. all we got. There was no like clear outline of like, is this going to be a shared universe? Is this like, do we have a plan? There was none of that. It was just like, we have BVS. Um, hooray. Who knows? Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. so this is a completely different, like, James kind of said like video games, movies, animated uh, properties are all going to connect with these same characters in the same story. Um, So I'm super excited for that. I think there is, there's chance for failure, obviously, especially with the video game thing. That's a, that's an interesting way to go. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the actual plan is there and I don't know how they're going to connect that. Um, but I'm, I'm extremely excited. We're also going to get it because they are calling it DC Elseworlds. Now we're going to live in a world that has two Batmans going on at the same time. Yeah, That's crazy. So I think that's really, really interesting. Um, also possibly concerning for the general public to understand. Hmm. Yeah. But you put Batman on it, people will go. So true. I think that's the thing too, is like the, the average person has a hard time following the MCU, which is a consistent, I don't want to say consistent, but like this is a shared universe. These characters, stories intertwine. Yeah. Um, and, and with the absolute jumble of a mess that DC has been, I don't know. It's going to be hard for a lot of people to invest. <laughs> um, I, I will say our hopes are high. We're all excited. We love James Gunn. We loved Patty Jenkins and to be honest, uh, I was the guy who was like Patty Jenkins for DC, like she yeah. should be in charge of everything. And then we got Wonder Woman too. So like <laughs> maybe she 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 maybe. messed up Pedro Pascal. 
Like she's yeah, the that's hard. Yeah, no one else has done that. She's the only person that's really messed up Pedro Pascal. Asia, what did you have you seen? Wonder no, Woman, I never I haven't watched it. I, I'll I eventually okay. get yes. to that, but I have not. You don't have to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> run hide. If you if the you movie doesn't exist, if, if you have no negatives about Pedro Pascal, don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> he don't couldn't say that. Movie. Which to be yeah, fair, yeah. that was not his. No, fault, it wasn't. But yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um. Asia, phenomenal, phenomenal job today. Thank you. Thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Glad to be here. Um, you are welcome back anytime. I can't promise that my internet will be any better, but <laughs> who knows? Who please knows? join us once more. Um, and to our Infinity Bros listener as well, um, go check out Asia. Her streams are phenomenal. The vibes are immaculate. Um, Luke and Pocky are both phenomenal. Your family is amazing. Um, we here at the Infinity Bros wish you guys nothing but the best. Hmm. Please, one more time, where is the best place to find you? Is yes. there one location where we can catch I everything? think the easiest way to find everything is if you just go to asiathegirl.com. It'll link you to all the things. Um, and also um, connect you to like Luke stuff too. So it's a place that uh, we like to hang out at. And um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty proud of the website. So maybe uh, you guys will like it too. I love that. Incredibly convenient. Uh, Robbie, thank you so much for carrying me through this. Uh, it is nice to have the foremost expert in all things DC. Um, I believe that's what James Gunn tweeted at you, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he said he said wonderful to see you. That's what he said. Yeah, wow. um, my old friend. Robbie yes, that's Zahler. what he said. Yeah. Uh, thank you for coming to my to my wedding and speaking. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm still riding uh, the James Gunn high right now. So uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just As happy to be here. He's glowing, like <laughs> glowing. You guys, you have to go watch the YouTube video. You have to go uh, subscribe to Patreon so you can see Robbie's beautiful <laughs> face. Um, he is literally glowing right now. Um, Robbie, thank you so much for, oh my gosh. You're beautiful. I'm tired, guys. Thank you so much for being on. It has been a blast. Asia, again, one more time, thank you so much for being on. And to you, the listeners at home, wherever you're listening, however li you're listening, thank you for making us a part of your day. We love you 3000. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.